Welcome back to another episode, but really the first episode of My Name is Sherman, His Name is Sherman, a podcast by Sherman's, for Sherman's, but also for everyone else. Um, I am Sherman Jr. I am with my co-host, Sherman Sr. Dad, take it away. Do whatever you would like to do. Thank you, Sherman. Good afternoon. Um, and it's uh, fun to be together. Uh, you, uh, we were out walking yesterday afternoon, uh, Sherman and I, and, and uh, he kind of reminded me of uh, the idea of how we uh, this first this notion first came came around. What, what was it? Just a couple of years ago, right? Twenty eighteen. Yeah, just over two uh, years ago. Yep. Okay, and I um, one evening I was watching Vice News, I believe it was, and um, I as I watched that on a sort of regular basis back then, I I felt like I was getting perilously close to nearly being hip, um, but far more meaningful was uh, in talking with Sherman um, uh, halfway across the, the country here, I think we both kind of had a, had a realization we could, we, we could do something. We could do, we could do a podcast. I don't know that we, we distilled it quite that quickly, but that I think is where we started, and um, h- here we are today. And it's uh, it's really neat and uh, a treat to uh, be doing this with you. Yeah, it's wonderful. Um, I'm glad we can uh, do this, and you know, hopefully, uh, best case, retire off of it. Uh, so, yeah, here I mean, it's just one of my many goals for this podcast. You know, and, and also to get. Uh, trailgating going that's trademarked for my dad oh thank you so yeah that's ip that is already established i'm not sure if if not legally at least ethically and morally um yes yes so um, so do you want to uh share with uh, everyone your kind of your pop culture uh item that will typically start the show from one of us okay yeah that's great thank you and Oh, real quickly, in terms of goals lately, one, a, a goal that has crept right near the top for me is um, I'd, I'd really like to get a hole-in-one on a par three using my driver. Um, and we can talk about that another time. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, yeah, I think the just the... Music is something that um, you know is a can be is and can be a wonderful connector and thread uh, to to uh, for people to just certainly family friends and even connect you to folks you otherwise might not um, find or think you have in any reason to to. Um, Maybe enjoy each other's company. So, um, yeah, we we just th- thought that from show to show, um, I'd offer up a just a, a song of the day, and and then uh, Sherman uh, will do the same. And 
I think we'll cover we'll cover some some decades, and and uh, I'm excited to uh, get get more current. And you know, there was a uh, there was a, sh- a show uh, when I was growing up. I think it was Rocky and Bullwinkle, and um, there's a, there's the character Sherman, right? Sherman and Peabody, and one of the one of the parts of that was that from time to time they go in the wayback machine. Um, and uh, my my dear bride is of approximately four decades has suggested at times that I spend a little too much time in the wayback machine. But um, I, I felt that again today, earlier today, just out on a midday, a beautiful August uh, day, uh, riding the bike and then I, riding no-handed for a little bit. And that's just a... That is just a wonderful feeling. Now that that'll take you back to to being a kid, riding no handed. Um, all right, maybe technically I was at a stop sign intersection, and so I had my hands off the handlebar. But I think it it was close to no handed. I'll allow it. Uh, <laughs> thank you, uh, Judge and uh, Your Honor. So uh, the the song for us today, uh, and I I. I I went down into the basement and went through a few, well, looked at the few remaining albums uh, that have made it with um, me and my wife and over this decade's journey together, uh, surviving floods and pestilence and locusts. Um, so we're down to maybe 50 albums, original albums that we bought. Um, and the song that I suggest is uh, by Little Feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, the album is entitled Time Loves a Hero, and that particular song is, uh, um, I think, a, just a fun, neat kickoff for us. Uh, and one of the things about, uh, I'll just mention this, about albums, uh, the, the, the covers are so much a part of the experience. The photography, the pictures, uh, the the what are called the liner notes uh, about you know how the musicians came together, what they were you know thinking, um, who the backup singers are, etc. So uh, that was a really uh, fun part of the experience growing up, and I can I can probably just uh, mention the other album um, maybe later um, later today or in another podcast. <laughs> okay, well and. So I, I mean, I'm kind of aware, and I know I've heard some songs uh, by them, but for those like me who know little or even less uh, about them, what type of music are they? Um, yeah, thanks for asking. And I, I, I was influenced so much uh, by my, uh, my older brother, my big brother, because I would listen through the wall. Um, uh, and uh, of, of what he had on the on the turntable, and um, this type of music, because I think this particular album came out in 1977, but it was their sixth or seventh album. So uh, I'd I'd heard them in previous years um, from from my brother's room, uh, but they're um, really s- southern rock, um, and I I don't know if they used the term fusion back then, but it, it, it it's a meld, but at the core southern rock. Oh. And uh, yeah. And so, what? Uh, any any song in particular? Was it uh, t- was it "Time Loves a Hero"? Yeah, t- "Time Loves a Hero." Okay. Yeah. 
And is that uh, was that both the album title and song, or just the song in particular? Um, both uh, album title oh. and um, and song title. All right. So if you know it, or if you don't, go give it a listen. You can uh, contact my dad or myself in whatever way you feel most comfortable. Let us know your thoughts on the song. Um, I mean, I'm happy to talk about the other album that I know you chose because I feel like it'd be a, a you know it's a fun way to start off our journey into the world of podcasting um, and slightly odd, which I think is you know a good way to describe us as fun and slightly okay. odd. <laughs> Certainly. Um, so, and it is a uh, an album that I purchased in college uh, and never opened it. Um, didn't listen to it. Tough to listen to if you don't open it. But because <laughs> they were um, wrapped in cellophane. Mm-hmm. Um, but this album is uh, by Olivia Newton-John. And uh, the particular album title is... If you love me, let me know. And the picture of her on that album is, but uh, uh, you know, bloody well right. I mean, she's Aussie, and um, uh, I, I think it's a a minor miracle that it survived uh, all these years. So um, glad to see O and J in our basement. Yeah, no, she's yeah, she's. Uh, I'd like to think you know, watching over all of us and has been through all these floods and a variety of maladies that our houses have dealt with throughout the years. Um. All right, well, so that, there you have it. Um, I said previously, go listen to the Little Feet song, and then uh, you know, I guess if you'd like, just go stare at that Olivia Newton-John cover. So, enjoy ladies and gentlemen. Um, and so what else has been on your mind this week, Dad? Or just well, recently? Well, just at, already looking forward to your your song selection next next uh, next cast, next podcast. Um, I guess all, really what just pops into my noggin right now is the, you know, kind of the contrast of albums and today's technology and communication and modes and um i am i i i'm a i'm truly a bonehead in a, in a lot of different ways and um but talk about just in time i got my first laptop Ever on March first of this year, twenty twenty, that you know, kick saving a beauty. Whew. Right, yeah. and without, I mean, I don't, I don't think you got it with the pandemic in mind. Is that correct? Uh, th- that's correct. Uh, it was that's just fortuitous. You know, it would. It, thank you, um, and um, it was also. Um, I think a, a condition of employment, further employment. <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah, I mean, good for It'd you. Motivating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a solid motivating factor um, when it comes to existing. Um, 
Yeah. What? What? Yeah. What? 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 Uh, what's got your attention or, or um, observations? In, well, it's just in, in this day. Uh, well, just uh, watching sports unfold in just in these bubbles, or I guess I don't even know what you would call Major League Baseball. I mean. It's not obviously a bubble, but it's not a regular, regular season. Um, so it's just, I know multiple people have you know, spoken about it and athletes have talked about it, how it is very much, uh, you know, harkens back to childhood, uh, you know, baseball. I know Anthony Rizzo on the Chicago Cubs has said, you know, it's just, you know, like summer ball growing up. And a lot of the basketball players have said it's like, you know, an AAU tournament. It's just kind of funny and interesting to watch, you know, souped-up childhood tournaments uh, with the best players in the world, but with no fans or virtual fans and just pumped-in crowd noise. It's, it's. I mean, the word has been used a lot this year, and rightfully so, but it is surreal. Um just to see the emptiness of it and just the player I mean playing in front of an empty stadium in you know high school really doesn't you know mean anything but when there's 40,000 plus seats that are not filled I imagine that it has to be and and it's something that they've prepared for I mean the you know the whole thing with you know performing when the lights are on but you know implied in that is people are screaming at you either positively or negatively and it just it's had to have altered performances and you know viewing it is odd though I mean I obviously still watch um, and it hasn't changed it that much but it's just kind of when you step back it's a very um, just to me like everything right now an insane thing that you know Right. Hundreds, if not thousands, of people are in a bubble in Orlando, Florida, for strictly basketball, for months on end, um, and I mean, they're by all, you know, accounts, they're making it work. Um, it's yeah. So that's that's just kind of what I've thought the last month or so. Um, with you know, uh, obviously, good old COVID going on. Um, so that's you know, it's partially a return to normalcy, but also magnifies the uniqueness and uh, oddity of this moment in history um so that's yeah that's what's yeah that mind. thank you and I, I i i feel like there's there's a you know kind of a connection or a, a parallel because sports you know it is for most of us <laughs> Um, you know, recreational, right? In terms of viewing, it 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 takes our mind off of the kind of the day to day. You know, it 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 it's away time or it's free time. Um, whether in the good old days when you actually went to the venue in the ballpark or the stadium or the arena, um, or still today, or maybe especially today. Um, uh, having the ability, having the opportunity to still watch 
live sports. Um, I, as a fan, I'm, I continue to be grateful for that because, um, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, the guys in the, and some women too, athletes as well, you know, they're making, making a lot of money and the team still or the owners on average make a lot of money. But for us, purely the simple fan, I'm grateful to that they they're they're back performing for us and again i think you know so that's a kind of a unifier uh, i think or can be in in our present day um uh, knowing that there are many people that can t t take some joy out of uh or experience some joy out of watching you know whatever it might be basketball golf you know and nascar whatever it is that it kind of settles settles you. Um, that's neat. And again, I, th I think you know, a good song does that. Um, uh, 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 you know, a, a, a good bit. Uh, you know, a good comedy bit. Uh, you know, performance, stand up, whatever. Um, but but also, you know, the the reality is that though those types of things activities you know, they can be unifiers or they can be divisive right mm -hmm. i mean it's just i think that's that's a choice one makes um so but thanks thanks for bringing that up yeah and i mean something i was thinking about yesterday and just in terms of the empty stadiums um that they're playing in front of across all leagues is how strange that is as everyone knows and i said it's you know it's just so odd to if you can't kind of tell you at least know it's happening obviously but then compare that to empty soccer stadiums throughout europe when teams fans are overtly and i guess i mean if you want to say if you know extremely racist to the point where i guess they've crossed some threshold that fifa or whomever is governing them and that league allows and the players have to play a normal non-pandemic you know related empty stadium game um well, yeah, i mean to me that's like i never really obviously i knew those things were happening for years throughout European soccer, you know, hooliganism and like kind of the extreme fandom that they have over there. But just to think about like that's happened without a global pandemic is remarkable to me because I don't know, like, I mean, I feel like that may be one of the few things that the U.S. can, you know, as you've been pointing out, unify, unify over if, you know, a group of people were ruining public events like that i mean yeah. because the u.s obviously loves their sports and i can't see you know if it happened at a game a group of people doing this and then there was that threat by you know the commissioner the owner whomever that you know there will be empty games empty stadium games going forward I don't think that would happen. I honestly don't know that that would happen again, uh, you know, at least obviously for the immediate future. Uh, whereas in like in soccer, it's, you know, seemingly not necessarily the same team every game, but, you know, happening pretty consistently uh, from my perspective. 
Um, yeah. So it's just kind of just uh, you know funny to think about and compare the two. If you know, you know, in two thousand nine, there were had to have been empty stadium games uh, throughout Europe just due strictly to the fans, uh, as opposed to a global pandemic. Yeah, which is just hard to envision. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was um, gosh, fifteen, almost sixteen, summer of nineteen seventy-two, and we were on a, um, a high school uh, trip for several weeks, and basically based in Madrid. And we went, we went to uh, some local, smaller, venued soccer matches, or as we learned back then, football. Mm. Um, and then we went to what would, I think, kind of be the equivalent or close to the equivalent of you know, a, a playoff game, if not a World Series or a Stanley Cup or a Super Bowl or whatever, a really meaningful playoff game. And we got seats up in the third or fourth deck tier and outdoors on a summer's evening in uh, you know Madrid and it was at once the most energizing experience of my you know kind of 15 nearly 16 years at that point i mean it was it was remarkable the sound and the almost the the fury of the fans, not the fury of the action on the pitch, the field, but the fans. And then there was a questionable call, and there was a sense of uprising, and we looked at each other like, we got to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, American teens caught up in that wouldn't be good now in 2020. Um, right. So I can't imagine how it was then um, when you don't, you know, obviously you don't have the technology to be like, okay, I found this place. We can go yeah. here. Um, yeah. I mean, well, did you end up staying or no? No, no, we, we got out. Um, but by the time we got down, um, th- there was kind of this almost, you know, crush of, of exiting. Um, and you know, you layer that over with this was, this was Spain under the, thumb the rule of uh, Franco at that time and he had his own you know special police force and and they seemed to be everywhere so you always were kind of again we were uh, I was quite naive but you still had a sense that like you know we're not in Kansas right now right yeah that is yeah to say the least, I don't, I don't think uh, anyone was confusing the two. Um, is there uh, you know, anything else that's uh, been troubling you, inspiring you, you know, on your mind as of late? Um, no, well, thanks for asking. I'm I, uh, looking looking forward to the to the weekend here. <laughs> That is true. Uh, well, I mean, I have uh, nothing else left to offer, so I guess that marks the uh, the end of our first episode going out to the masses. Uh, so thanks for listening, and uh, let us know 
again, in whatever ways you feel most comfortable and are easiest for you, what you what you liked and like, what you'd like to hear more of, and uh, never hear again. So right. before we go, I'd like to thank our sponsors, Let Us Entertain You, Goop, and uh, Devlin McGregor Pharmaceuticals. So have a wonderful weekend, everyone. Signing off. Take good care.